down to the unison, which is a consonance that we all agree with. What do we all agree with? Oh, I was just talking about the minor. The minor second and the major second. and As compared to North Indian like classical music, and musical language and their musical culture. Damn, dude. Okay. <laughs> well, Roll what, credits. What up, everybody? Welcome to episode call the cops wee 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 5050 oh, oh yeah Damn, episode 50 oh, episode 50 so welcome um yeah hey. man we got a special episode we got a guest in the house today we've got mr rooster tail in the house um responsible for the music that you hear when we intro and outro out this piece and um I figured little one was down to nap. We're in a new pad, and like we got a new house. Very nice one at my. How ad. dope is that? Like, thank you. That's cool. I'm glad that you're happy about it. That means the most, dude. Like, for you to be happy about the new place that you get to live, like that's fucking sick. So definitely, I think that's that's definitely important. Um, so I figured we can kind of just jump right into this. I was gonna wow. take this. I, I had two ways i was looking at taking this episode and i figured i was going to do it this way because it'll bring more value to the professional side of things when we start off with real life things because people don't want to really fuck with or support somebody's music who sucks like themselves yeah you know what I'm saying? Person, like, like, yeah it's like damn that guy's a dick like I, man that's not that man like the music was cool but damn like i don't want to you know i don't want that guy's influence over me like that's not yeah, tight man, you know i don't want that guy you know, so yeah saved exactly so i think it's a good idea to bring out who people are and then really get into the profession of it so that's why i'm taking this in this order so for those of you that don't know nate rooster tail is my son and Nathan Tom, good to meet you. <laughs> and this is a very valuable episode because Nate has a lot to offer when it comes to insight and being young and just the particular way you happen to think and do things. And the way you're raised is a little bit different too than a lot of typical um, or traditional ways that we see. Like, for example, um, I'm trying to think which I want to ask you this first. Like, what do you think? Like, hmm. ask it in a way to where your heart speaks the most. Of course, dude. Um, so, uh, let's start here. What do you think the main principle of your upbringing is? I think the main principle of my you, just, you don't have to talk so loud. Just talk to the mic. Talk to the mic. Yeah. You don't well, talk yeah. So loud. I think uh, just have like a kind of a normal conversational tone. But moving yeah. on, <laughs> uh, the n- number one thing I thought about, like kind of my upbringing in my life, was kind of it was less that you were told to do things, and more how can like it was more about like sufficiency, as in like. 
how how can like not only you how like okay you learn things but how can you learn things so you can like basically learn for yourself like how can like how can you or like like my 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 upbringers the people who are bringing me up in this world mm-hmm. bring me up in the right way to where basically how do I say this like to where basically not only I'm I'm not teaching you anything I'm putting these like guides and like these this stuff for you and you're learning it pretty much by yourself. I'm putting this in the way to where you can learn by yourself. Hmm. In the sense of like, I'm putting, I'm going to like put these hints and I'm going to put these things here and I'm going to give you just, I'm going to give you like this advice. I'm going to lace you up with this. Not so I can show you, hey, do this. Well, that too, but not only that, beyond that to how can, how can you, like how can that click in your own mind? Hmm. So how do you think that's, I like, that's pretty cool. I like that. But how do you think that is achieved? Hmm. Like, how do you, how did you get to that? Like, what I thought is like, kind of like just the things that, you know, things that we as a family, you know, discuss or do or the actions that we undertake. It always seems like it was something that was my idea. Hmm. In a way that, like, even if you completely told me, like, hey, like, let's do this. Like, by the end of it, the, like, the outcomes felt like they were my idea. Hmm. It's like, I, I came out of it like, wait. Like, what? Like, whoa. Like, did I just do this? Like, you, you come out with more of a sense of personal completion over these, these matters. And it sticks, I think it sticks in my head longer. So hmm. at least that's what I feel like I got a lot from it. So, so how is that obtained? How is that obtained? Yeah. Hmm. That's actually interesting. It's like something I've like, because that's a deep thing, but I, with deep things, I always like to simplify. So like if we boil that down, like to real life application, like what is there examples? Is there instances? Is there, was there a time where it was like, yo, like, you know, like what you're describing happened or used it or something i always feel like it's like the things that like i don't feel like doing like in the moment where i'm just like uh like i'd rather be like just like laying down or doing something else Mm -hmm. but like i always feel like better that i had done it like i think that's like where it shows like through like things like hey like let's go outside like let's do this uh like i'm gonna keep it 100 over since the past few months i have not been getting outside as much as i wish i had like that's me to everyone you know i've been like working on i've been working on things i've been doing my own things and you know just like just doing like just a bunch of like just doing a bunch of stuff and i like find myself like i catch myself like all right like man like i haven't really gone outside that much you know what i mean so i i think it's like with that like starting to like kind of like reapply myself to other things versus what i just want to do in this moment like to Apply the will and the commitment to the things I want to do, to the things I feel like I have to do. So how did that shift to feeling like it's your idea? Because like at at the end of it, and this is weird, like it's something that like almost like feels strange in my mind. But when I do something that I didn't originally want to do, it feels like I truly wanted to do it all along in, hmm. in the sense of like, 
Because I, like, I know for a fact, like, there's no denying, okay, I didn't want to do this in the first place. Like, I didn't want to, like, go outside. I didn't want to go for a walk. I didn't want to do nothing in the first place. Like, they just wasn't even in my, like, I just don't want to do it. But then, like, when I do it, and there's, like, those few minutes where it's like, ah, like, I, I'd rather be going doing something else, right? Like, there's the resistance to it, mm-hmm. which I think is an interesting thing. Resist, I think, like, it's less that I feel like I came up with it and more that I feel proud of def- overcoming the resistance, transmuting the, the resistance. So that's something. that's crazy. So how, so let's talk about resistance. Like, how do you transfer the will to do something to another person in a way where it seems like it was their idea where you're not being manipulative? Hmm. That's interesting. That's that's a, that's a very good question that you bring up. Because uh, because I guess let's put more context on this. Do you feel manipulated into doing the things that you do, or that we that I would ask of you or anything? I don't like, think so. Like I, I don't. I I truly don't believe so. Like I think you know truly it was like that's why like it it comes off to me at the end like wow I feel like this was my idea all along like at least I like I went about it like wow this is kind of like. Like, okay, like, I got no questions or complaints. Like, hmm. any, why any would it. you have no complaints or questions about it afterwards or even during the process? Why not complain and lean into the resistance that you're experiencing? Hmm. Because so? that's so much easier. Like, let's say you don't want to go outside and I'm like, like, Nate, like, let's go outside. Let's go skate or let's go walk to the park or store, like, whatever. Or let's go to the lake or whatever the hell we're up to, you know? Yeah. Like, how is that like like what is it that has you not just be like no f this because most of the time i'm not forcing you and i'm not even pressuring yeah it's you not even. even pressuring it's like dude like there's like hey like that'd be a cool idea i'm like it, it, i think it's like more ideas thrown around and even if i don't like even if i don't exactly want to do it in the moment i'm like i take it for what it is and it's an idea Hmm. It's not a. It doesn't feel much like command or. Uh, 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 oh, you're doing this. I'm like, wait, like, you know, this is an idea, and this yeah. is an idea, and all ideas are worth having. I I think hmm. all ideas. Damn, dude. All That's, ideas. Wow. All shit. ideas and all thoughts are worth having. Hmm. And I'm like, all right, like, if I if I believe and I take this on that all ideas and all thoughts are worth having, then that means all right, like, I could I can give. Staying at home, eating potato chips and doing nothing and watching anime for 16 hours versus going outside, doing something cool. The same amount of thought. I can give it the same. Um, I can give Damn, it the same dude. experience. And that means in just in that, like, that kind of hit me. That means that there, there is enjoyment, the same level of enjoyment to be found in both. Because when you. Yeah, like. Well, well, wait, how? Because where the, the difference is, though, that's what I was about to add, do you know where to look for it? I think that's the thing that really, like, separates it. Because it's easy to find the joy in, okay, like, sitting around doing nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's simple to do that. But where do you find the joy in stuff that you don't want to do? And that's what I feel like is, like, a question that I kind of, like, it kind of, like, hit me because I noticed, like, wow, I haven't been doing much as lately. It's mm-hmm. so like, all right, how can I find enjoyment in the stuff I don't want to do? Mm-hmm. And then I acknowledge. So right, how do you do that? Because that's a big deal. Yeah. What I feel like 
and this is why I notice, like, even when I don't want to do stuff that I like go outside like that, mm-hmm. and I do, I feel better afterwards. Yeah, and I feel that 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 enjoyment comes from the fact. Well, for one, doing something different entirely is like simple. Like that's just awesome. But beyond that, I think it's the concept of overcoming the resistance and being able to like do something about it anyway. That's like okay, wow, I feel better about that. Like I could have done that. I was going to do that, and yeah. now I'm not. And then you can still do it later. Yeah, like you can still do it later. Like like it's not taking away anything. Right. You're, you're it's almost like you get it. to appreciate your video games or your electronics or whatever more. Because it's like your body feels good that you did something and you put it off like things that you like push off and kind of like put apply patience to. Yeah. It's like it's more satisfying once you get it, you know. So I think it's that sort of thing, too. Definitely. So something popped up for me like while you're explaining this and what I this is crazy because this this really just hit me. I feel like. Like. I feel like why that happens for you where it's like, even though I can suggest something and you may not feel like doing it, but you're like, you know what? I'm going to go do that shit anyway and really not feel complaint behind it. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think is because I tell you the truth. Like I think in your experience of me telling you things, like I keep it all the way 100 with you. And if I'm like, bro, like, we're gonna have fun like i'm not tricking you and we're gonna end up at the dentist there's no hype right there's no hype one way or the other hmm. Uh, as in like or as in the sense of like there's no extra there's no extra it's like it's not like bribery yeah it's not like extra of what it is it's just truly what it is like okay i'm i'm giving you like okay this is what we're doing like at the at the face value and truly of what it is yeah like take it or leave it i'm like all right like and I kind of like have that like idea in my head, like all ideas are worth having. So I'm like, okay, that's an idea worth having. Let's do that. Yeah. Like, okay, like the other ideas of doing nothing can come later. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. So, and I think what happens is like when there's transparency between parent and kid, it kind of like, I don't know. It's like like something new is able to happen. Oh shit! Hmm? Just my headphone. Can you still hear me? Oh uh, yeah, I can oh, hear you. That was weird. My headphone just completely silenced. Did it? Yeah, that was weird. Oh, that's strange. Okay, hey, don't yell. You wake up the baby. You can just talk quietly to the mic. It's, Technic- it's sensitive. Technical difficulties, people. Yeah, that was weird. Please bear with us. Um, so, mm, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I I think telling the truth causes that because it's like things i'm like bro like mm. because i think something that happens is like i always give you the option like i'm not forcing you to do whatever i'm like bro you can literally go be a crackhead if you want to like go for it if that's what you want to do then go for it but if that's not what you want to do then don't do that yeah like i'm you know if you want to go be a successful musician then go do that if you want to just play music for fun go do that like whatever fulfills your heart. But even if it's like, even if it doesn't fulfill your heart and you want to do some whack ass weird shit, go for it. Like you're free to do whatever the fuck you want, but I will do my best to lay out whatever like 
realities and consequences of picking these choices will get you. Like there's the truth of like, all right, like, you know, this will get you this. Right. Both both good and bad. Yeah, because it's like, bro, like, like when you were talking about drugs with whoever that person, I'm like, bro, all right, that's cool. You can have those conversations, dude. Go for it. But I'm going to show you what that life is like. So, boom, take a trip to Skid Row in L.A. And that shit is no joke. Damn, it's that absolutely was, that no was joke. not a joke. That was a. What's strange about Skid Row is normally you feel scared when you're around weapons, at least for me. With me, I felt safe knowing that I had the means to like fight with a knife. Yeah, yeah it wasn't it wasn't fun, but it was it was an experience worth having. Oh, there is. Yeah, it's definitely it was definitely something. Yeah, I mean, we've seen people from possibly dead people in the streets to people not, shitting everywhere. Not possibly, I saw actual dead people. I, I don't think they were dead, but they, they looked very could have possibly been they dead. They looked pretty dead. Because in this spot, the paramedics and cops, that just drive by like no joke, 100%. They just keep going. Like you could be getting stabbed, you could be doing heroin, whatever, right in front of the cops, right next to the police station. They... Don't you're not, they're not even gonna look at you. They don't want to touch you or nothing. They're just it's lawless, completely yeah, lawless. The, the two and a half square miles that it takes up and about fifty city blocks. Um, yeah, it's basically yeah, it's a, it's lawless. There's like literally you can just dr- like the cops drive and they keep driving. They don't stop. Right, and check this though. At the same time, we went there and we made friends. And this is what's interesting is like, bro, like I'm going to show you real life and give you all options. I'm not here to control you or command you to do nothing. Everything is your choice. And that's the thing is, look, bro, if you want to make choices, you want to get in. If you're interested in drugs and all that, this is this is where it goes, because a lot of times they'll just show you kind of the beginning and kind of lightly the end and it's like they never really blend the, the whole road. thing together yeah and it's like well fuck how do people actually end up homeless how do people actually end up on drugs all this stuff you know like it's where's like, the middle where's the middle that like goes like yeah how'd you get there how did how did this not get stopped you know yeah so but that's the thing is i'm like look bro all right i'll show you you literally have a safe place you have a place to stay there if that's the life you choose. Yeah. Homie hooked you up. He said, bro, you got a place to stay right here. I'll, I'll look out for you a little bit so you can handle your own shit. But you got a place you can stay right here. Yeah. Now, don't let me see you over here ever. But you got a place to stay if this is where the fuck you end up. But don't let me catch you here. Yeah, type I, swear of shit, you know? I swear. Like- so that's the thing is literally I'm not here as a parent to tell you don't do that. Do, don't ever do drugs don't ever whatever i'm not here to tell you to do any of that i'm here to be like look bro these are this is the realities of drugs this is usually why people use them and this is usually and this is how people do them and this, this is you is usually yeah this is where it goes this is how it works this, these chemicals are usually in this this is in this and it's like when we're out it's like yo that's what it looks like to do meth that's what it looks like to be on heroin that's, that's what it looks like, like to be drunk that's what it looks like to whatever yeah yeah and it's like these are all the realities and it's like that's why it's like i don't hide smoking weed from you like i i fucking smoke weed and i'm not ashamed i'm not embarrassed and i'm not gonna fucking like censor myself or do whatever because that's what i do and th- those are my choices and it's like i've looked at and weighed out all the options and I'm cool with what I got, and I'm cool with where I'm going. 
And I'm cool with your understanding of understanding shit. So yeah, it's like you you weigh out all the choices. Like, all right, like this is the choice I'm gonna make. Yeah, like no one can blame me for that. You know what I'm saying? Well, people will try, and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, say whatever you want. Like, I know what it's like to have people dead. Like, your whatever words aren't gonna hurt me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like I've I've experienced a pain worse than that. Yeah, that's that's nothing. You know? Yeah. So. Mm, we got a little bit of time before we take a break real quick. So let's get into this real quick. What do you think about, like, how does it strike you, especially when you were younger till now, because you're 15 now. Almost and, 16. Yeah. And next year, I'll be, uh, what? Remix. <laughs> hey, 50 Tyson. What up, 50 Tyson for episode 50? Anyway, how did it first strike you, and how does it still strike you when... I tell you, Nate, go get in more trouble when you're young, while you're young. Like, do dumb shit while you're young. Ask questions, be annoying, say stupid shit, be offensive, question, challenge all your teachers. Like, do that. Like, go harder on it. Don't fucking be afraid, bro. Like, your grades don't matter school it doesn't really fucking matter i only encourage you to go and finish school because you committed and gave your word that you would other than that it doesn't fucking matter if you didn't give your word to it then fuck it so like how does it feel as a kid to have like that as an option and a choice in life and like i know it's kind of a two-parted question but like Yeah, like, well, I how like, does that strike you? I, like, like remember like, being little. I'm like, what the hell is this dude talking about? <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, get in trouble. I'm trying to keep myself out of trouble. Like, yeah, sorry for being loud, but uh, my natural showmanship will take over. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I, I just, like, remember, like, bro, what the hell? Like, go get in trouble. Like, originally, it was like, screw that. I'm trying to stay out of trouble. And I'm like, all right, like, what constitutes trouble to me? And what constitutes trouble to other people is two very different stories. <laughs> so I feel like, okay, like, damn, dude, damn, like, okay, what I, what I think would get in trouble to me is the stuff I ain't ever going to do in my life. Like mm-hmm. the stuff that I think, like, I personally think, all right, like I'm, I'm in trouble with myself. Like screw any of that. Like I'm good. Like I'll get close, but I'm not ever going there. Like yeah. I know myself. And then there's the stuff that other people do. And I think that difference is what you're saying. I think hmm, like how so? Like give it some examples. Yeah, some examples is like, all right, like I think, all right, like get in trouble, like, and you was like, dude, get in trouble now because like you can learn the lessons that you don't. You're gonna have to learn the hard way when you're older. <laughs> like if you don't learn them now. Yeah. Like so, I'm like, all right, like. Um, let's take that. Let's take that example of like, all right, like communications about drug use and substance habits, right? Like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think the lines between what p- other people think is too far versus what I think is too far hmm. is the difference between that. Like, I'm never gonna go. Like, I, I I think that's in trouble of myself if I'm doing those things, actually using those substances in those ways. Mm-hmm. All right. And then there's the communication about it, which is what actually happened, right? The difference between that is like, okay, like you're going to, like, okay, you can do that. Like, come on, like, go to Skid Row 
and you'll know about that. Like, okay, like you're informed. You have 100% of the decisions. You, nothing about this is on any of us. Like you made, you made your choices and like, that's all good. Like, okay, you can, you can make your choices, but you got to make sure that if you make those choices, you make them 100% well-informed and you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think, like, all mm-hmm. right, like, I think the difference between your level of getting trouble and what the schools or what society tells you is in trouble, the line between that is the, dude, get in trouble while you're young. I think that's, like, that's the space. Yeah. But, like, all right, like, you got to make these mistakes in this, se- in this setting when you're a lot younger, when it involves much less stakes. Because if you steal a cookie at age five, you might get yelled at, or like you might get yelled at, you might get grounded, you might get your butt whooped by your parents. You you steal a car when you're like twenty, you're gonna get sent to jail. Yeah, like and that's and that's the reality of the situation. Go ahead and play that, like (laughs) man. So like, just screw shit up now. Yeah, because you have eternity to do it, and. If you can, if you can do it now versus later, you'll save yourself a whole lot of heartache now and later. Absolutely, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like it works. It works for everything. <laughs> so I think that's awesome. And commercial break. <laughs> yeah, that that's really good. Um, all right, I'm gonna go hit reset on the camera. We're gonna get right back in this because this is really this is really good. So oh, we'll yeah. be right back. One second. Commercial break. Damn, dude. Alright, welcome bike everybody. We bicycle episode fifty. I'm your host, California Cow. We're here with your guest. Snapey, Nathan that. Tom, Rooster Tail Official. Yes, sir. T-A-L-E. And my man out of the band Kitsune. Kitsune. Um, and you pronounced it right. You're the first course. person who's done that. So yeah, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Good so, job. You're the first only person who's done that so far. How? Like people like Kitsun, like Katsun, like oh, chicken like, katsun. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, wait, that would bro, be a good meme or cover I, art I'd, for your thing. I'd be like, bro, this is not L and L. This is this is music. <laughs> like, come on, like, all right. know the difference. <laughs> but anyways, um, all right. So let's keep picking up on this. So we we're talking yes. about like, how is it when I tell you go get in trouble, right? So that's, yeah. that's what we're picking up on. So, mm, I think. Okay, this uh, this ties into what we kind of left off. Like, the importance of... Because we kind of said something along the lines of, like, the importance of, like, getting in trouble now is because there's not as much at stake. Like, the consequences aren't as high. Yeah. So, it kind of prepares you for when you get older. And it's like, the more... What is it like the when you when you stay prepared you don't have to get ready or yeah. stay ready yeah you know when, when you're, you're prepared you never have to get ready yeah you're just always ready to you're good to go you yeah know you're, what I'm saying? like you just can step out the door exactly so that because for me I remember and understand and I still can feel it in my heart brain memory clear visual pictures smells sounds. I can go stand and look at things and the feeling and sensation of being exactly your age can come back immediately to me. Like I, I know I still so remember what it's like. So because of that, how long before you were a teenager, did I talk to you about being a teenager? Since I like reached double digits, basically since I reached the ages of 10 and up. Yeah. 
what did I tell you being a teenager is? Because I think this is fucking gold. You're gonna, account, you're gonna, uh, yeah. You could, you could just sniff that. You are going to be consistently fucking shit up. Uh, it is that's pretty much exactly it, what I said. It, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Like, Do you remember? I there. I remember one time we were when we lived in IB. I think I think we were in IB or Mirror Mesa. I forget. But we were sitting there and we were in your room and I was telling you, bro, like being a teenager is just fuck. Is like it's it, just incessant. Yeah, it's I said up. it's fucking shit up constantly, and I said, and I'm using the words fucking shit up very much on purpose you know ordinarily i don't talk to you this way but that's what being a teenager is and is all about is just feeling like you're fucking shit up fucking shit up feeling like everything you're doing is wrong that's just what the fuck it is i have visual evidence (laughs) like what i have visual evidence ever since i was a ever since i've become a teenager it's uh Every teenager thinks they're going to be different. None of them ever. Damn, dude. None. Certainly not me. I was like, I'm not, not going to be that that asshole of a teenager. You know, I, I'm going I'm to be, be easy to manage. I'm going to be respectful. And like, no, no. That, that's a... It ain't, it ain't, it ain't going to work. It's just not. Get your lives out now. It's just not going to work. Yeah. So, ah, okay. So for me, telling you that, that is all in hopes to prevent ever having to be like, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Ah. That was like the simple version of what that's all about. Because once you start turning your age, it start. it was... In my experience, that shit was coming up everywhere everywhere, and everybody was too cool to fucking talk about it. Like, now it kind of seems like it's more like the cool thing and it's like popular almost. Just the same way back in the day, like being poor and having baggy ass clothes was cool or like being a gangster was cool. Like in real life, that shit's not cool at all. But it's like when you're on the outside and you don't really live that then it's cool as fuck. Yeah, you think it's cool. Yeah, you think it's cool. Being poor is not cool. I used to think having braces on your teeth was so cool because all the kids at school had braces. And I was like, I was like the only kid without braces. And I'm like, man, like I want braces. Like, this sucks. Yeah. And then I remember everybody, like, when they closed their mouth, their lips were, like, pokey, like. And I remember I thought it was, like, cool looking. I was like, because everybody looks like this. Like, weird, yeah. you know? Like, oh, cool. Same thing. If everybody's got their hair slicked back, you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's interesting, dude. Yeah, that's, that's real interesting. But, like, you know, that makes sense. Like, Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, damn. What? Oh, man. There was another... Pl- area i wanted to take that too but um i think that there's definitely shortcuts in life and people say oh there's no shortcuts you gotta go you gotta go the hard way it's like nah that's bullshit dude and then like bradley talks about a lot talks about that a lot too and there's a few other people talk about it too but there's definitely fucking shortcuts dude it's like but shortcuts don't exist in the context that people 
want it to exist. It's like people think a shortcut is like, boom, all of a sudden I got so much money. And it's like, no, 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 yeah, no. That's like, not really how it works, bro. Like you can go from zero to a hundred like that. Like it just, uh, that Yeah, that doesn't not how yeah. this works. Exactly. So um damn, I just had such a visual of the hamburgers we're about to make. And he needs <laughs> to so jalapeno poppers. Oh shit, I forgot we got those. Oh, we, you prepped those, dude. Yeah, Nate. Kitsune brand jalapeno poppers <laughs> coming to a store near you. <laughs> Stay tuned for July 13th. <laughs> so, shortcuts. When we were prepared, all of our shit's prepared. Literally, the burgers are formed. The topic just completely took a fucking. How did we turn, go from, how did we go from, you're gonna fuck shit up incessantly as a teenager to, you know, we're gonna make some really bomb hamburgers later in because like, in a few sentences? How? Ow. because uh that's just for one because this is my show and that's how my brain works and two that's basically the shit i was thinking about in school like like all these subject flips like how my brain just stops like now i take a little bit of accountability and go back and make sure the topic was covered yes yeah, like but okay. like <laughs> in my own brain at school and so i'm just next 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 like how many times like next how many I, I mean, my brain would be thinking about fucking the time somebody farted in class or then the time fucking the teacher like did something or said something funny or like spit flew or Just like, like a small random things. Yeah. Or like, like a shuffle. Man. Yeah, exactly. Or like the most perfect fucking sandwich that <laughs> I've ever seen that oh, I built yum. or the perfect sandwich that somebody else built. Or I'd be thinking about fucking a funny clip from a music video. Or, like, my brain would just be like... Redman flossing before it was ever invented. Dude, Redman is... That fool's funny. He's gross, but he's funny, dude. Redman's fucking hilarious. Wait, what do you do that was gross? No, he's just grimy. He's, like... Uh, he's always farting, and he's always, like... If you've seen his MTV Cribs, his, he's fucking cool. Like, he's cool farting. as fuck. But, uh... No, there's some interview. He was Somebody was, like... They asked him something and he got so excited and he said he just started farting during some interview. Just like, yeah, this remember. is really exciting. It's so good. I got like, to gas the entire room. <laughs> um, okay, uh, no, but so circling back. Um, talking about being prepared, getting ready yes. so I don't got to stay ready. That's why I started thinking about hamburgers and shit. As because we got them re- like prepared. So like literally we just got to turn shit on and fucking start cooking. Yeah. So that's exciting. But my point is, is to prepare you for teenagerness, so you can. Because the hardest part for me when I was a teenager is I could not understand why I could not stop feeling like I was fucking stuff up constantly. Huh? Because nobody told me that's normal. Not one person mentioned it ever, and still to this day, I have never heard another person say it. That like that's the, the normal. That that's what being process. a teenager is, yeah. yeah. Like that's the process. I still to this day have not heard that elsewhere. Like I, I that was my own thing I came up with, and I'm like, dude, that is so true. Because I went back and I, I threw, I went, I reviewed all the discussions I ever had in my head with people about their teenage life and their hardships in life and the point in history the hardship came from. So much boom, teenage shit, and I'm like. Holy shit, that was a, we were all doing the same thing. But nobody was talking about yeah, it. Like, like why were the, we all acting like we were so oh, cause I'm the one, you know, like we're yeah. so that whole, oh, I'm gonna be the one to be different, oftentimes and switches for kids and turns into, oh, I'm so different. Oh, I don't fit in. 
I'm so yeah. fucked. It's just me. Being oh, different is the double-edged sword that nobody talks about. Oh, yeah, totally. It's a blessing and a curse. And, like, it's why that's why getting good and practicing and feeling good with sucking and being told no is so good. Where it's like you don't resig... You don't... Uh, you don't, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, you don't identify with yourself as whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you don't stick with the, uh, you don't put that on for yourself as, you know, as as, as like, oh, I suck, or like I'm, I'm the different one. Or right, it's like, it's just like, you just get, <laughs> you just get, you use it as a superpower. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like if if you're immune to bee stings or jellyfish stings, then it's like it would be of benefit to you to uh, f- it would be of benefit for you to go help them or work with them. Yeah, or something. because you, know what I'm you because have your immune to them; they can't hurt you. Yeah, you can like, you can only help them. Exactly, it's a cool superpower. So that's how I felt with giving you that information about being a teenager, and then. If it's like once you, if you can get through that, then being an adult is fun right from the get go because you don't have to like dwell on all the why because you just understand. Holy shit. That's what it's supposed to be like because you understand we can safely say, what's it like to be two terrible twos? Oh, shit. OK. Yeah. That was like, easy. That was all right. Like, what's it like to be when you're six or to eight years old? You're fucking ugly, annoying. You probably have an ugly ass haircut and you talk way too damn much or you act way overly shy. And those are like the things. And then it's like, well, what do you like when it describe a 11 year old, a 12 year old? But then all of a sudden it stops when you hit teenager. People just go like, oh, they're like this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're just angry. It's like, yeah, it's like it just kind of gets dismissed as like they're angry or they're so. And it's like people like, oh, I dread it. I dread it. It's like, nah, dude, like really i get it's funny to say that in passing but realistically you should not dread your kids teenage years you should lace them up and tell them maybe have them listen to this episode like bro this is real shit you're gonna feel like this and it's just part of the process the same way you're gonna need to get fed and you're gonna need your ass wiped when you're a baby and when you're old is the same way you're gonna feel like you're fucking shit up constantly everywhere when you're a teenager take that from me um 13 through 19 year olds watching this video uh, i'm like in the exact middle of it it's true there's there's literally you think you're gonna be the different one you think you were better than everyone you were not well that would would go to kids who are like 11 yeah like like people who have passed it and people who are younger than it (laughs) at people at the at the extremes at the parabola bro you are not uh, you can you can say it. You can tell me to my face. You can give me every reason to believe that you're going to be the different one. That you're going to be the one who's like super good cuz I thought it I swore up and down to my parents that I did. Guess what? I didn't. I'm like pretty much like well, I'm not saying I'm like everyone else, but you know like I I I see where like the teenager, I can laugh at the teenager jokes because it's like, oh crap, I have done those things. Like, damn. Like, I think this goes back to it rings is, true. Yeah, it's true. Like, what I told you about being a teenager is fucking true. And it's like, it's a fact of life. Oh, fuck. Because remember, I was like, bro, I'm going to allow you to do all the things. I'm not here to. I'm not giving all this information to stop you from making the mistakes. I'm here to I'm here giving you this information. Tell you the mistakes what Yes, yeah, so mean. so the mistakes make sense when they happen. 
And I'm never going to stop you from it. There was a bunch of them where I just, I had to let you walk into it. And I'm like, I can't, if I prevent you from this, you're not going to learn. Yeah, you're going to be a baby forever. And I don't want that for you because you don't want that for you either. Hell no. You know what I mean? So also I'm like, dude, like this think for yourself shit, question shit, like go get in trouble. Like that's the thing is if somebody instructs you to get in trouble, you're likely going to do you're going to be just slightly mildly a little more enthusiastic and wild and free spirited than you are now. You're not going to go and dramatically fucking start smashing people in the head with shit and lose all your morals. Yeah. See, I waited till you understood what your morals were and where your heart lied before I gave you that advice because I'm like, bro, you're too straight laced. Like that's cool. But at the same time, People who are too straight laced for too long fucking snap at some point. It's like you've got to fucking go experience some of the yeah. There's a level ups and downs and shit. Zero and going nuclear. Yeah, right. and it's like you know what that's like to go from zero to nuclear when somebody fucks with you the wrong way or whatever. You know, I do. So unfortunately, but yes, I do. No, fortunately. no, no. Actually, yeah, fortunately, because I'm grateful for those lessons that I got because. Like it's like, all right, crap, that's way too far. I'm a, I'm gonna do different things so that way it never has to get to that extreme. Yeah, like, ex- yeah absolutely. Like, like, yeah, you kill the momentum at the at the bottom of the parabola, <laughs> so that way you're not like you don't just go and like go. You don't go nuts. And uh, I think I saved myself from a lot of mishaps. Yeah, like following that advice. It's a very good advice. I would I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, ten because- out of ten. <laughs> would recommend five stars on yelp Trust. i think um i think for me it's so important to make sure my kids you guys are raised under with the understanding that life is your choice and how you want to do it it's not up to anybody else not even your parents it's not up to me it's not up to your mom it's not up to your grandparents it's not up to any uncles it's not up to any cousins it's up to you it's not up to your teachers it's not up to the president it's not up to the politicians it's up to you because whatever the fuck they're doing fuck them it doesn't fucking matter you know what i'm saying like yeah i got love for them and i'm not saying fuck the family i'm saying just like you know fuck what other people have to say or think yeah like and if the people who happen to be family have bad things to say about what you're doing and it's not actually helpful advice and you've actually considered it and you're like oh shit you know it's like a lot most of the time too teenagers go to the like automatically like fuck you rather than like what is this person trying to say you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying i know because i've i've done both yeah, no, uh, me too. I've like, literally been well, like, I did more like fuck this guy rather than what are they trying to say? Nah, like, like my, my but thing, I see you actually do it. My my thing is like very like weird. Like I still find catch myself thinking this way. I'd be like, all right, like in the moment, I'm like, oh fuck you, and then after that, oh well, well that guy, uh, he he made sense. You know what I mean? Like I'm a, I'm gonna copy paste that into like what I want to do and what I want to like. He, he he's got some points. Yeah, he take notes in the back. <laughs> like man i'm like man like all right screw that i'm just gonna like not do the f you and just like be like all right like yeah hey, that's cool because like i know i've lost a lot of potential friends by doing that and like people who are, like actually trying to give me like constructive advice yeah and, like you're so easy to be like ah screw you i'm doing my own thing and then later like oh crap <laughs> they're, they're right like dang like <laughs> yeah they're, like that definitely like 
You might not think it's true. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, it's, it's very, it's very true. And yeah, I think I believe that in my soul that like, all right, like if you can work to like transmute the fart you into a way that keeps you from letting other people influence your decisions in a way you don't want. Mm, yeah. In a way that keeps people, you can just roll that Damn, real quick. <laughs> yeah, you can just roll that real quick. But yeah, like you, you keep that, but you, it's not an outward thing. It's an inward thing. I feel like it's a, it's less of a, like a external shield, like a, like a, I guess if we're using a superhero metaphor, it'd be less of like having like a plate of armor around you. Mm-hmm. And it'd be more like having a built-in exoskeleton in your skin. Like it, it would be like having like, it would be like having just tougher skin. Because I think it would, it would just be like Wait, having... Like what I'm confusing. I'm saying like... What the, would be like that? The difference between just like how like seeing the, like the idea of like, oh, like fuck you to people. Mm-hmm. Like, not eliminating that, but seeing it differently. Mm. I, like, what I'm trying to see oh, it as okay, is like, all right, like, it's not like an external shield. It's not like having a suit of armor. It's not, it's not something to oh, like okay. deflect other people's ideas. It's having an exoskeleton. It's having, it's having like it built into your skin Yeah. to where it's like, all right, like I, I, I'm, I'm open and I'm accepting of the ideas that the world has to provide. But at oh, the same yeah. time, I know how to filter out what's not good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. Wow, that's dope. That's really cool. And Sorry, put I put that together. Like my that. metaphors tight. are interesting. No, that's cool. <laughs> that's good. Always do that. Um, yeah. I'll lean into that. That's what makes you smart and maintain youth when you get older. Like, that's cool shit. Um, always do that. Um, I think, like, damn, that's cool. Yeah, it's like, it's like you could I feel like that was how I felt when we went to Skid Row. Because mm. it was like, I'm not here to hurt anybody, and I'm not here to get hurt either. So I'm not gonna walk around f- flaunting a knife or flaunting weapons or whatever, but I am gonna walk around with a fucking pretty hard looking look on my face and my chest up and my and you know, and my dress code's gonna be on point and I'm gonna make sure that my energy and my body and everything's appropriate because it's like yeah for the situation where i'm coming i'm non-threatening i'm not here to hurt anybody and i'm not here to get hurt either if somebody wants to fucking try that so you know what i'm saying i feel like that that was how i interpreted what you're saying too like in a real life example you know it's like man like fuck that like i'm i'm not here to hurt anybody and at the same time fuck i'm not here to get hurt and that also means i'm here to protect anybody who's you know what i'm saying like yeah who's in that who needs help you know yeah and that's why it's like you see you notice all those times when somebody was potentially gonna be hitting a woman or something like that yeah you like just stop the car yeah it's like hold on let's check this out real quick like we gotta make like yes it would be so much more convenient and easy and better for my routine in my day to not have to jump out and fight some fucking drunk ass SA hitting his girlfriend or some shit. Yeah, like, drunk anybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that tight. Like, so 
I'm not, I don't want to do that, but my heart is like, yo, you cannot drive past that. Yeah, you, you have just to can't do what's right. That. Yeah, you cannot. Dang. And it's like, whether it's a kid or somebody or whatever, it's unfair. You know, there's certain things where um, that's not my fucking business. Yeah. There's certain things, and I know what those, inst- I know what those scenarios look like. And you have to know how to read those too, though. Yeah. But at the same time, there's certain things that's not my business. Shoop, like, but when it comes to somebody's helpless, that's different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody getting what they deserved is different from somebody who's helpless in a situation. Or somebody who's like, that's it, not called for and they, they, right. they can't put it up for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, that was what I was getting at. With yeah. Helpless. It's yeah, like, okay. Right. Like, man, like, clarified that. like, man, like, okay. If, if, if people have reason and you know that, and you, you know that you can, like, you're confident in yourself. Then like okay they like or the person is confident in themselves and that's like a different thing I'm just like nah but like if it's a person that you know can't help themselves it's up to you to help them yeah like I that, think so. that, that's just how that works yeah there's, there's no really other situation yeah that's why it's like I would tell God if I was talking to God to his face he asked me like is it okay to punch someone in the face I'd say yes. But it depends on the circumstances. circumstances. Yeah, it's like if it's to protect the child or to protect well, absolutely, bro. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You bet. That's the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, like in, I in like the right situation. Yeah, and you can and you can tell that to God Himself. Yeah, like so. We're gonna. Oh man, let's take a. Oh, wait, we got like five minutes. I want to get into something really cool though, and I think it'll. You know what? Yeah. So I'm going to get into the business and your band and everything. But like I said, I wanted to paint this picture of who you are and where you come from and where your understandings lie. And I feel like that paints a dope picture of your music because I've often become fans of people where I didn't even like their music, but I like who they are so much that the music managed to grow on me. Hmm. Like Nipsey Hussle was like that for me. I wasn't like I liked, I like I liked Nibs. I like Nipsey's music, but I wasn't like, oh, it's the best music ever. Like, yeah, some songs fired me up, but half the songs I'm like, eh, next. So like, and then you know, I mean, it's still kind of like that with some yeah. of them. But it was once I really learned his personality and who he was, it, a lot of it started making more sense, and I was like, oh, okay. I started hearing it differently. I'm like, whoa, this is dope. Like okay oh like i get it i get it i started getting it more you know yeah so i think when you put something out and whether you know anything that's new it's gonna take some sort of fucking time to grow and build and whatever and to build on people because that's really what you're doing in music is you're building on people so i think if you're here for to i think if you're here to i think if you're here to be here for the sake of music then you need to be here for the sake of who you are. I think it's far more beneficial to people for people to know who you are versus people just hearing a song that sounds good and goes away quickly. Yeah, like know like know the artist, know the musician, not the music. Right. Like or you can know more about you gain more by knowing the musician, not the music. Right. So like what how I see it's kind of trippy for me is like and this is not saying anything bad this is just like, like a random example like the song astronaut in the ocean um the masked wolf song like that that's song a sick a ass song yeah that song's dope as fuck but at the same time it sounded so good so fast and upon first few listens 
that I can't listen to it anymore now. Like I've I, I played it like a hundred times the first the first while. few days because that song is definitely a mood. Yeah, that like, song is dope as fuck, and I'm never gonna talk shit on it. Yeah, but like, I love that song. Though. That's a dope ass song. But at the same time, like it kind of loses momentum faster and longevity because it sounded so good so fast. So like if I look at other artists, and this is just me personally, and I'm not saying anything bad on Mass Wolf or anything. Yeah. Because he's got other songs which are tight, but it's cool. It's funny because I don't think I would have liked his other songs if I didn't hear who he was in the middle of it. Because I heard the song, the popular song, and then I learned a little about who he was and he described what that song meant and some of the meaning of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, this guy's cool. And then I look further, and then some of the other songs I wouldn't have liked so much. Like, if I just heard them right off the bat, like I would have been like, nope. Yeah, hell no. And But because it happened in that way, it just allowed me to give it a chance in a way that was, like, different. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I feel like I was making a point, and I trailed off, but I don't know. The, eh. Masked Wolf promo. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then other, yeah, it's like when you get to know the artists, it like is like, whoa. And when they're actually good people, you want to support them. So Yeah, because like you just know and you have that, like you have that extra respect for them. Yeah. And it's like, that's what I want to be able to do and paint for you and paint for the people. Because like, if you can provide more value to their life through a conversation, then your music is just going to be worth that much more. And people are willing to fuck with it. And it's like, this is documented and it's like, your kids 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 get to listen to this shit so hello and even right and it's like but even consider when you're my age what this is going to be like listening to it's gonna be trippy like that's not even that long but it is yeah it is like you know what i'm saying in my terms but in comparison to like my freaking like 10th generation offspring i'm just gonna be like wait what like yeah it's it's no time at all Right, because the way I see this is like, this is not even, this this whole show almost isn't even for this lifetime. Like, that's kind of my take on it. It's like, this. that's why I don't really care about the numbers or ratings or whatever, like, or popularity. Yeah, I'm just like, nah, it doesn't even matter. This is for, this isn't even for our lifetime. Like, this, this is isn't even. really for the. Yeah, this is for the future. This is for the family in the future. And it's like, if anybody who who is in the ripple effect of this and happens to benefit from this, absolutely fucking cool. And this gives us more purpose and reason and maybe helps financially to keep this moving. Yeah. So, now, at the same time, dude, this isn't even for most people in this lifetime. Not saying these conversations are so trippy and whatever, but it's like, no, nah, for the sake of it being documented and how we're putting it down. And it being there. Yeah, and it just being there. That that's what it is. So Yep. Yeah. So we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about Mmm, I'ma hold it for you guys. Hold on. We'll be right back. Damn, break. Let's get down, let's get down, let's get down a bit. Alright, so Oh shit, Yo. we're back. Huh? Welcome yeah, we're, back, everybody. <laughs> we're back live. What's up, people? I was just okay. Alright, so Damn, we got some good stuff going here today so far. Um, so I wanted to throw this in rather than wrapping it up and going business. I wanted to throw this in because I feel like this is very helpful to. Um, sorry, I was trailing off. Um, 
I want <laughs> I wanted to go over this because I feel like this is helpful to people in this kind of encompasses something that a lot of people struggle with and i couldn't figure it out for it took me like 30 years to figure it out and i was able to teach you about it some fucking how and it worked and it blew my mind and what that is is getting bullied like Hmm. what is your take on what the advice I gave you about getting bullied is and was and like, I guess let's do that. And then let's go into like, why were you getting bullied? And then after that, why, what made it stop? So like what in general was the advice that you got about it or would give, I guess, does that make sense? Like, I, I don't remember much about the advice that I got from being bullied, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I think the advice I would give on like just like like bullying and that concept is how much do these people mean in the essence of your life? How how much do people? It, how much do people and their beliefs and their opinions matter to you? Like how much do you, th- how much do you, can people own you? And that's what I kind of like thought about because I, I I know growing up I was like uh, bullied quite a bit. Uh, I I know what it's like to have no friends. Mm-hmm. So, I think what like really kind of like what I would ask myself, and I think it kind of helped me not be bullied anymore, and at least know how to deal with it in a more positive way. Was understanding the concept of. How much do, how much are you willing to let others own you? It's a, like, I, 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 I see of like, when you allow like the, like the, and it's easier said than done, way easier said than done, but I feel like the more you allow others to kind of, others to others and their, cause bullying in the end of the day is people vocalizing their opinions of you loudly and in a way that you don't exactly like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, if somebody throws a flaming bag of shit on your doorstep, they're saying something about you. Wait, is that bullying? Yes, bullying. <laughs> what? No. Bro, if I throw a sack of shit on your doorstep, flaming burning oh you are such a millennial bro oh my you are such a millennial that's not bullying oh my god you're like one of those people (laughs) (laughs) cyber bullying is worse how am i that no i'm not not saying that (laughs) i've never been cyber kicked down a flight of stairs I've never had a cyber bag of piss I, thrown at me. Okay, I mean, you can get cyber bullied. I do believe that's real. I know, but at like... At the same time, it's, it's like... It's not worse. I, I think... Okay, back to the... No, concept. but hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What's the difference between bullying and a prank? Because me and my homie Chris filled a bag of shit and put it on Hoochie's doorstep, lit it on fire, rang the doorbell a bunch of times, and then ran back to the bushes and we're hiding and watching... And then the idea was for him to, the prank is that, you sh, you sh, the prank is, morning baby, the prank is 
that you you light the bag of shit on fire. And the reason you light it on fire is so when the person opens the door, they stomp it out. Oh, and so they're just they're stomping and shit. Yeah, that's the whole like well, I mean, point of that. But so we didn't I, could, because thinking back, I wasn't we weren't trying to bully. We were yeah. just like, yo, this is funny as fuck. Like, but I mean, I guess I could see how it's. Bullying. I mean, like, I, it's just like, well, and if somebody threw it, I suppose that's different too. We didn't yeah. throw it. We sat it nicely, folded it up perfectly. Yeah, you know, like kindly, just yeah. pl- lovingly placed it on on this man's doorstep, <laughs> rang the doorbell. But what was funny though was because while we were sitting there hiding in the bushes, like like giggling, he like. He calls my house. He's like, I know it's you guys, you fuckers. <laughs> Just hands up. We're like, damn it. <laughs> but, okay, so. Anyway, sorry. A- a- anecdotes about uh, flaming bags of dosh. Yeah, perspective, man. Um, Man, I guess times have changed. Yeah. If see, that's considered bullying in the nowadays. Yeah, that's why I called you a millennial. Because you're a millennial i don't consider that bullying so i'm not a millennial <laughs> sure bro that's it see exactly man i guess uh the kids the kids older than the year 2000 will never understand i know they're too the, busy the, 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 the don't bullying the the the, the, the don't bullying stuff at school the zero tolerance policy see they made up zero tolerance policies when i was in like elementary school really yeah and it just gave us ideas of stuff to do outside of the tolerance policy yeah we're like what because like okay like you could just bend the rules so far that no but the thing was was like okay i can't have a knife at school if i had a knife at school anyways i would have never showed it to the teachers for any reason anyway yeah like you're not even, even if i was allowed to have it i wouldn't be like yeah. so it none i feel like none of the rules applied it's like oh you cannot have drugs and it's like well if i was gonna have drugs it's not gonna be this piece of paper that stops me from having drugs <laughs> like yeah. i would be in trouble anyways like so yeah yeah but um i don't know it's, oh so oh, what i tie into bullied is the hunger gamesing Ah. that is the lesson i was kind of pointing out with like dealing with bullies yeah like i think like it's the concept of knowing and i think honestly if you're like being, well like let's explain being, it because people don't know what that is okay like, so like i think what is all, we, we kind of came up with this term hunger gamesing people god i feel so, so embarrassed no but it's that. normal dude so i know but i just feel like it's like a piece of shit like, no okay. so check it though let me so, just say it let me just say okay go for it. Well. let's see if it's accurate i might as well okay so when i was in the fourth grade back when i was a wee boy in the fourth grade i uh really was uh obsessed with the hunger Games series i was the movies the books i had read them were pretty cool i read them i watched them i talked about them a lot, a lot, a lot to everybody. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a very commonplace thing for me to talk about, and nobody wanted to be friends with me. 
But how come? Because just talking about a movie or book a lot doesn't make people not want to be friends with you. I think it's because I like... What aspects of it was causing that? I think it was like the constant... It was like constant. It was like a, it was like a, like a very frequent thing. Yeah. So I feel like, all right, like, man, like nobody wants to be friends. It's like, that's all the conversation's about. Yeah. At least like in the circles I was in. So I'm like, all right, like, man, like, I, I like, and I was like wondering like, oh, why don't I have friends? Like, why don't I have people? Like, why don't I have friends? And I was like, why don't you have friends? Like, what the, like, well, what, what was it that had you want to tell everybody so much about it? I guess it like felt cool to like know something. I, I thought I know. T- I I thought I knew hmm. something that nobody else knew, and it made me feel cool. But in reality, everybody knows what the heck the Hunger Games is. Like, bro, like the Hunger Games is one of the most popular movies or books or whatever ever made. Oh. Well, at yeah. least in the modern in modern era. Yeah. So like, okay, like you're not that special for knowing what it is. Hi, Royal. Yes, we acknowledge that you exist. You've made your presence known, buddy. You really have. All right, so what are you saying? But yeah, it's like, it's like, it's not special to know about this movie. Yeah. And to talk about it. But it felt like it, because it felt like, oh, I, I'm, I felt cool for, I felt cool for it, basically. Yeah. So yeah, that's what, that's why I feel like I did that a lot. Yeah. So that's that's really where it hit me. So yeah, Hunger Gamesing was. So you can replace that for other people with kids doing having that same thing happening, like because it was causing you to get bullied. Yeah. So like, I think you're never bullied without a reason. Very rarely. Right. You gotta look at what you're doing, like hands down. Exactly, and that was what I remember. I think it was my dad. I was like, dude, like you got any advice? Like Nate's getting bullied at school. He's like, well, what's he doing to people? And I was like. Hold on. Yeah, what the fuck? Like how did I how did I not ask that? And I think that's what parents need to ask their kids is like, well, what were you doing to people? Yeah. Because it's never for no reason. Yeah, like There's, very rarely. It, it is, sorry, not no never. Reason. Yeah, very rarely. It's very rarely for absolutely no reason other than that kid's just an asshole. Like yeah. it's it's very rare, you know? So um <laughs> Oh He's nice. Hot. We're gonna have a guest. Come on. We're going to have special guests. Come on out. We got a surprise caller, everyone. Come on over. Make your presence known. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Come on. Hello. Come over. Oh, yes. We'll have Royal on right away. Thank you. Damn, dude. Come here. Come here. Come here, Papa. Come here. Come say hi. Baby just woke up and he, he learned how to crawl out of his crib. Yeah, so he hopped out and he's he's being reluctant to come on the camera and mic, which is reluctant or very weird. Reluctant. He's normally just like blah, 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 starts singing in the mic and just stuff. Shows up. Here we go. Come there on, sleepyhead. Come on, young one. Oh, careful! Hey, whoa. Okay. That was his head that you just saw. Come here. Come here. Come on. Come over. Come talk. Come hang out. Oh, yo! What's up, sleepy? Oh. Yep, we got him on the show. Thank you. Yeah, you got Welcome, our surprise guest, Welcome, Royal. Can you say He's hi? A, say hi. Two and a half years old. Say He's hi. He's a bougie aficionado. Mm-hmm. Say hi. He knows how to. He's he knows how to be. Uh, 
One of the last few times we had him on, he sounded like this. Oh, I guess he's, he still sounds like this. Constantly. Bro. This is hilarious. Bro. I can't get enough of this. <laughs> That's the new damn dude podcast, people. Like before. All right, so, <coughs> buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that was interesting because we also talked about how those like, bro, like if you happen to stand this close to people when you talk. I don't know why, but it just makes people not like you. You just get treated a certain way. Yeah, it's just certain little things. If you do them, people will just... And that all came from mindfulness. The conversation is based on mindfulness. It's like, be aware of your body when you're out in public, when you're in the line at the grocery store, like, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, like, And that is kind of what all led to that and built up to that, having that understanding, I feel like. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely interesting, but, like, yeah, like that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that was kind of the recipe to like stop getting bullied was to be aware of what you were saying and doing. Yeah. And and, its effect on others. Yeah. And once we kind of got to the root of that, it was like, oh, it's not that you're annoying. It's just that you're really excited about this and you want everybody else to know about it and stuff. So, you know, cool. And you want to be liked. You want to have friends. Cool. Who doesn't? You know? Yeah. But it's like. There's ways that are just more appropriate to go about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, that's not, I think that's sick, and that was a great like lesson to learn. Yeah. I think helped helped a lot. Yeah. What do you got to say about that rule? I know Southeast Dago. Wait, what? <laughs> How dare you? California cow. Yeah. Piss this gun oh, there. Oh shit! Oh, sorry. Oh my god. Yeah, that's <laughs> How did you end up there? I said, "You're all boogery and uh, sweaty, Papa." So, not looking your best on camera right now. Oh man, how's it? How's it? Yeah, he just woke up. Yeah, let's <clears> just put that back. <throat> so, all right. So, Schnabby, oh, yeah. tell us about uh. So you got your band. Tell us such a, tell us about your band. Oh, tell us. All right. This is a this is this is a fun part. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is it's all been a fun part. I love being on the show. Uh, I love talking to people, especially on a camera. And yeah, so Kitsune, which you can go follow right now at Kitsune with two E's official. How you spell spell it? It's a K-I-T-S-U-N-E. And on on the the web link on the Instagram link, it's two e's, so it's actually n e e underscore official. Okay. So I think I it's interesting how I kind of like kind of came up with the idea. I was always very hesitant of starting it because I always wanted to be in a band with other people, and I was. I you know I, I I've I've jammed with other people. You know I've been in like bands that we didn't release anything or do anything, but it was fun. And I was like, man, like, I want to have that with other people. I'm like, all right, like, man, I got my own music. Like, okay, why don't I just do it myself and just call it a band? Hmm. Like, Nine Inch Nails did that. Why can't I? So yeah. I'm like, all right, like, man, like, 
I can like be my own freaking band in the moment. And if I if I want to add people later, that's cool. They're like, man, like why can't why can't I just have myself, me, and do my stuff that I enjoy, and just call it a band? Yeah. Because like, okay, you got you got all the instruments needed. You got all the instruments. You got you you got everything. So why not just do it? Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So they're. Uh, so yeah, that from there, Kitsune was born, and over the past couple of months, I've uh, been working and doing a lot of music stuff with just like first getting good at all the instruments was the interesting part, you know, <laughs> learning how to like just record and do all the fun sound editing things, you know, like you know, like just do all the cool stuff, yeah, and like yeah, I think like over that, like I I got good and I started, and then that's like when. That's when I feel like Kitsune really took off, and I'm like, all right, like I think this is what I want to like. This is what I'm focusing on. This is what I. This is like what I'm. This is what I'm putting like my all into, and then that's when like you know I like went into my studio. My studio being my room, which uh, records quite nice. Like yeah. we're being real, it records quite nice. And um, we I put together a EP actually. It was originally going to be um, there were eight songs considered. Yeah, there were eight songs to be considered. But, Damn, dude. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, there were eight songs to be considered, and the 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 final product that was eight songs was originally going to be like an hour something long. Like it was like long. Yeah. Because uh, for some reason, all my songs are ten minutes long. But <laughs> we moved past that. They're ten minutes of fun. But yeah, I think um. Beyond that, I think it was. I was just like, you know, like, I want this to, like, almost, like, not fit a story as much as fit a mood and fit, like, a certain, like, way of chilling. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And this was also around the time where I started trying to listen to different music because my original, my original influences in music were always, were, like, not always, but, like, when I started, like, really getting into music was, like, grunge and, like, 90s, like, alternative rock and metal. Like, alt-rock and alt-metal. Mm-hmm. And, like, stoner metal to, like, a lesser degree. So I'm like, all right, like, that's cool. Like, I, I still love them. They're still some of my favorite artists to listen to. Like, you know, I still listen to, like, Soundgarden and all them, like, on a day, like, pretty much daily basis. They're really good. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, like, why can't I take the time to listen to all the genres that I've never even heard of and then, you know, just add whatever I want into the music? You can always take it out later if you don't like what you don't like what it brings, mm-hmm. but it can only really add to what you got. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, like crap, like why don't we like just do some like random ambient dream pop shoegaze whatever, like just add that to the repertoire. Why not? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, like I think what we got in the end, which was um, what we got in the end, which was um, our new our EP that our debut EP that we're gonna be releasing. Um, we're going to be releasing Blue Water, which is our debut EP, on July 13th. And I think it was a mix of, like, all the stuff that I truly enjoyed about music, like, as an art form. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like it was it was a mix of, like, all the stuff. Like, it was, like, a mix of, like, you know, all, like, the, like, the, like, the rock and the rap and, like, the, like, the stuff that, like, I liked. But also kind of, like experimenting with different sounds and like not even like music in itself but just sounds turning sounds into music so listening to the different kinds of music had you inspired to make 
newer music that was even a little out of your comfort zone? Yeah, little stuff that wasn't even like that I didn't even know about. I think was it what, what it really was. Like what, what do you mean? Like what? Like stuff I like stuff that I like like instruments and like textures and sounds that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. But or I didn't even know how to make. But I did. You know what I mean? Like sounds like cuz um you you know about like guitar feedback. Yeah. If you play if you leave a guitar like on a, with like enough gain or distortion, it'll make like certain sounds. Yeah. So I realized like wow, you can make it almost sound like a whale if you like add like pedals. And that's what I also got into. I, I built a pedal board and that was really the birth of Kitsune was the pedal board. I Ooh. I consider that my second band member. That's cool. That like, sentence right there you just said will probably be used in a documentary someday. Well, I consider my pedal board my second band member. Yeah, or just how you said it was just so, like, classic and timeless. And one of those clips that gets put into one of those, like, the preview of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. This is going to be cool, dude. Yeah, it's just, like, I really, like, I felt like, you know, it was just, like, a combination of, like, it was, like, basically a love letter to everything I loved about music. Whoa, that's hard. Yeah. Damn, dude. And, yeah, it was just, like, everything from, like, all different genres and, like, all different, like, things. I would still at, at my heart call like the music that I truly love and enjoy like alternative rock, alternative metal. Mm-hmm. But I still like, all right, like why stick there? Why not make something that the hardest rap fan can enjoy? Yeah. Like the, like the rock fans, the pop fans, like the classical fans, the no wave people, like everybody. Well, why do they matter? I think I'm trying to like, Man, why do they matter? I guess it's just because, like, I want to create something that, like, connects different people of different, like, identities and moods and different, like, feelings. You know what I mean? And is it because they're, you experience the separation and the difference between them? So you're trying to kind of connect yeah, the like, things I'm- that you like? I think because like the things tight. that I think like it's like the things that I like enjoy and the things like the things that I find that like I enjoy and I try to like make an identity out of. I'm like, all right, like, you know, I'm not going to make an identity out of one thing. I'm going to see if I can like get all of these things that I enjoyed from all of them and put them all together. Dude, that's cool as fuck. I was just listening to a um, interview of Jonas B. Jonas Bavagwa, um, the creator of LRG Clothing, the oh, Asian yeah. dude. Yeah. And he's Ben Baller's homie. And I was listening to interviews of him the other day, and he's basically, they were asking him, like, what was, like, how'd you come up with this brand? He's like, well, he's like, I really spent a lot of time in, like, OC and whatever, he's, and Long Beach and stuff. He's like, so I was, like, skating, I was into hip-hop, I was into surfing, and it was like it, you could all it, you weren't allowed to be like all all of them. You had to be one or the other. Yeah. And there was no brand or thing that really represented all of those lifestyles into one thing. Hmm. And he's like, that was what I wanted because I wanted to put. I didn't want to just go people pleasing necessarily. I wanted to combine all the things that I really love and put it together. So that was kind of, I was like, dude, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. Damn, dude. Because that's my idea with this podcast, too, is like it puts everything together. Like, I can act professional on here when I want to. I can act family when I want to. I can go and smoke weed on here when I want to. I can talk business when I want to. I could talk. You can do everything. Yeah, I could talk child safety when I want to. And You're I different could talk things philosophy. To different yeah. And I think that's cool. That, totally. that even like tied down to everything I want to do, that even tied back to the band name. 
mm-hmm. which was uh, the Kitsune, which was uh, actually pronounced like Kitsune, which is based off of an ancient Japanese legend about foxes. Uh, foxes were considered, in, in that time, was considered a spiritual being almost. Like, there were fox spirits, and those spirits were called Kitsune. As well as foxes, which had the same name, an, an actual fox. If I just pick one up, oh, Kitsune, whatever. But like the foxes, the, the the spirits, like the dem, they were considered like demigods, basically. And like they connected the human and the divine. What is demigod? Is that like a like half half god, half human? Oh, or like oh, yeah. half half mortal, half god. Basically. Oh yeah, not human because they're foxes. But basically, like they connected like mortals and gods. And like, and they were different things to different people. Like some of them were meant to like go out and trick people and like play play jokes on them. Some of them were meant to help people and like show them how to like you know get to a better life. And they they were shapeshifters too. Like they would show up as like they would never show up as. Sometimes they show up as a fox. Sometimes they show up as a human. Sometimes they show up as they show up as anything you'd want them to be. Yeah. So that's why I'm like that's where I kind of got that like name idea. I'm like okay like crap like yeah like. You know what? I'm like, I'm gonna try to bring different things. I'm gonna try to bring different things to different people. Basically, like I'm through through the same medium. You know what I mean? The same thing. Yeah. And I'm gonna try to bring like different things to different people. For sure. So I think that's what it really was at the heart of it. That's dope. And that's that's just what it is. That's what's up. So where can people find you? Uh, people can find us on, um, if you follow me, Rooster Tail Official, there is an immediate link to Kitsune Official on my bio. You can also find find us on SoundCloud at Kitsune, just the name, also on also in my bio, huh? And you can also find us soon on Spotify, Apple Music, when we drop Blue Water, our debut EP, on July 13th. Look out for that. July yeah. 13th, 2020. July 13th. Keep an eye out. Spotify. 2021. Oh, 2021. That's what I meant. Did I say it? <laughs> you said 2020. 2020. Oh, shit. I meant 2021. Uh, yeah, so make sure you guys keep an eye out for that. Um, go cop that. That's going to be sick. Run that up. Share, like, do all that cool stuff. Um, you can get smash us Smash that like button, as all the cryptocurrency yeah. videos say. And <laughs> on that note, Mr. Rooster takes out. Be and if it's been, it'll be me and you.